I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, one two. two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome to another episode of Scam Squad. I'm here with Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Hi, Vicki. Hi, Patty. Nice to be here. It's always great to be here with you. What do you have for us today? Well, Patty, today I want to share two scams, both happening here in Santa Barbara and both called into my fraud hotline and coincidentally both involving PayPal. So I've talked to both of the victims of these scams and they've given me permission to share their stories. But I just want to underline, Patty, the fact that even though PayPal was involved, that company had nothing at all to do with perpetrating the scams. Well, that's good to know. And a lot of people use PayPal, including myself. So I really want to hear about this scam so I don't get involved in it or fall for it. Right. Well, the first scam was the utility scam. And as with many of these frauds, the crooks are becoming a lot more sophisticated in how they work this fraud. And the victim in this case was really upset that he'd been duped because he is a very savvy individual and seems to know a lot about scams. Well, you've told us so many times before, it really has nothing to do with how smart you are. These scammers are professionals. They have lots of techniques for sucking you in. So how did this scam start? Well, the victim, who I will call Fred, got a phone call supposedly from Edison, and he emphasized they never said Southern California Edison, they just say it said Edison, saying that they were coming out to his house that afternoon to pull his meter, since he hadn't paid for his meter replacement. Well, had his meter been replaced? Yes, sometime in the past, and that's what made the scam believable. And the scammer went on to say that Edison had sent out two notices about payment, one in December of 2020 and one in January of 2021, and that Fred should remember those notices because they came in pink envelopes. Did Fred remember getting any notices? No, but this is what's so interesting. He did remember that when the meter was going to be replaced with the smart meter, he had gotten notices about the replacement, and those notices were on colored paper. Well, that's just a little detail, but it makes the scammer's story a lot more believable. I'm guessing, since you said this had to do with PayPal, that they wanted him to make a payment in that way? That's exactly right. The scammer told Fred that he had to make the payment that day or the meter would be pulled, leaving him without electricity. And worse yet, it would take two to five days to reestablish service. Oh my gosh, and nobody wants to go without electricity for two to five days. The fraudsters were able to use the fear factor to spur him to take immediate action before he had time to really think. Absolutely. So Fred asked, what did he need to do to fix this problem? And the fraudsters sent him to the 7-Eleven, which was right near his house. And somehow they knew there was a 7-Eleven near his house. And they told him to put $500 on a PayPal card and then call them back and give them the numbers on the back of the card. And so he did. Now, the next day, he had time to think about it realized that he might have been scammed, and he called that number back. So this is what's funny. This time, the crooks answered building department, 
<laughs> oh my gosh. So it sounds like they may have moved on to a new scam. Oof. What was the second one you mentioned? This was somewhat disturbing, and I may have talked about this before, but I got a phone call from someone, and I'll call him Sam. Sam is a businessman, and he was asked to complete a business transaction using PayPal, which is something fairly common. So a client put $12,000 into a PayPal account, and Sam was trying to transfer that money to his banking account, but he hadn't used PayPal before and was having some trouble making this transfer. So he Googled PayPal to get help. And when he got to the Google PayPal site, he found a phone call for customer service. He called the number, somebody answered customer service and said they could help him. But first, he needed to do something with his computer. And I think it involved turning control of the computer over to this person. So Sam got suspicious and he hung up and he Googled PayPal again. He found a different number for customer service. He called that number, but nobody answered. So he thought, well, I'll go back to that original number again. That person answered and identified themselves as PayPal customer service. So he thought, well, this must be legitimate. He followed their directions and gave them access to his computer. Oh, that's too bad. Did he lose any money? Yes, at some point he realized that he was being scammed, not before he lost $4,000. Oh, yeah, I know. Now, what was scary, though, about this is that he did what many of us would do. He found a number on Google and thought it was legit. And apparently this is not an unusual situation. Well, I can understand how somebody could fall for that. I have a lot of recording gear, Vicki, and there have been times when things aren't working correctly and I call customer support. And if they can't guide me through it, I let them splash top into the computer. You give them a code and they do take over your computer. I guess I've been lucky to this date. They've been legitimate, but you could so easily choose the wrong one thinking it's a real site. So how do we guard against this? Well, that's a good question. And I recently talked to some FBI analysts who were aware of this particular problem. They suggested going directly to the company website to get the service number. But I believe that is what Sam did. Now, they did say that Google was working to weed out these fake scam sites. But of course, the bottom line is don't ever give someone remote access to your computer unless you are absolutely sure you are talking to legitimate customer service. Yeah, I guess I was pretty sure after talking to them and them trying to help me for 45 minutes and still having trouble that they were legitimate. But it just does make me want to be double careful because you could easily make a mistake. Yeah. Well, I do have some good news if you'd like to hear a little bit of good news. Oh, yes. You know, that just makes my day. (laughs) (laughs) Even though it's bad news for the people involved. But I liked this report that came in to my office because it talks about people being arrested in India, Delhi, to be exact, which means that our law enforcement agencies were getting cooperation from the law enforcement agencies in Delhi. So 34 people were arrested for duping foreign nationals on pretext of providing them tech support, interestingly enough. Now, this was a big building. It was a big call center. And apparently these fraudsters were running two different scams from two different stories in the building. The second story, they were running the tech support scam. The fourth story, they were running the social security scam. 
that's where somebody calls you, tells you that your social security number has been connected with some kind of criminal activity. And to safeguard your assets, you have to put them all in a safe place, which is, of course, housed with them. So they were arrested, they will be prosecuted, and these two sites were shut down. Well, that is great news. Vicki, I must admit, sometimes it almost feels like we're living in the twilight zone when they have these big corporations with different departments for different scams. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's hard to believe the world has come to that. So please, listeners, we appreciate you tuning in and don't miss a single episode because we'll keep you updated on the latest and not really? so greatest scam. Yeah. Thank you, Patty. Until next oh, time. Thank you. And would you remind our listeners of the fraud hotline in case they would like to get in touch with you to Absolutely. consult with you about a scam or perhaps to be on the show and to report their own scam to warn others? Absolutely. The hotline is 805-568-2442. There you go. Thank you so much, Vicki. Okay. Bye. Bye.